0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Ryan Watts Life Coaching Podcast. This is Ryan. Find us online at ryanwatchlifecoaching.com It's happy new year. Um, It's that time of year. Time of renewal, time of hope, time of starting again. Um, And this week, I want to talk about what would happen if you really committed to your resolutions. So let's dig in. Think about last year. Think about where you were. Think about what your resolutions were. And I certainly hope that you achieve them, but most of us don't. And so we talked a lot about what that looked like last week. Um, But this week, I want to look forward. And and, and if we're kind of teetering, kind of thinking, "Ah, why even set resolutions? Um, Then this podcast is for you. Uh, The question that we're working within is what would happen if you really committed to your resolutions. Well, what do we mean by committed? Commitment is difficult. And the definition, quick definition here is a state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, or goal. It implies a psychological and or emotional investment and a decision to remain consistent and engaged with the subject of the commitment. Wow. Wow. That just sounds heavy, doesn't it? And so what happens is is that essentially, if we're not achieving our goals, our New Year's resolutions, then we're really not committed. And there are a lot of reasons for that. So I want to talk about commitments here. If you're really serious about achieve, achieving your New Year's resolutions, you're gonna to have to commit. And commitment is not easy. Our minds, they immediately put up roadblocks Uh, Or at least we feel some resistance. And this is for good reason, right? So don't fight this. There are several things that we might think when we consider commitment. And the first is, what if I don't have the energy? We have three currencies of life. And that's time, money, and energy. And so this is a question that gets to the core of a lot of things. Um, I used to suffer from this, I didn't have the energy above and beyond my job to really do anything. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that, Um, but I don't see it that often, it doesn't impact me anymore, but I see it come up with my clients from time to time. So if you're concerned about your energy, it might be good to dig down a bit deeper with what that means. So if you're struggling with energy, it really could be as easy as addressing your diet. Well, easy is the wrong word. As simple as addressing your diet. High sugar and carbs, which are in most of the processed foods that are easy for us to consume, especially on the fly, um, will kill your energy. Uh, Sometimes this can simply be a sign of misplaced energy. Uh, In my experience, I would go to work and I'd be so filled with anxiety and kind of dread and, and stress about the job that my energy was gone by the time it got to what I wanted to use it for. So if you're experiencing expending energy on anxiety when it comes time to use your energy on something you really like to do, your stores may be depleted. So you need to kind of rethink and address this anxiety. And how can you cap that energy, leaving some left over for, in this case, your commitment? If you're concerned about energy, change the question to an inquiry right? So change it from, oh man, I don't want to commit to that. What if I don't have the energy to, I do want to commit to that. What would I have to do to find the energy? And really answering that question for yourself is going to drive you in the direction to which you need to go. So if you don't know if you're going to have the energy, gamble on it, make some changes and change it to an inquiry, a question, what would you have to do? What would have to happen for you to find that energy and answer that question for yourself? Now, the second thing, um, and this comes up to, to you for many of us. Um, and that's like, what if I don't care as much down the road? Um, something does happen when you achieve a goal, right? So if you think about something, uh, at some point there was a goal that was pretty laid out for you. That you spent most of your energy trying to achieve. And for most of us that was graduating high school, right? Well, you don't care. You don't think about that every day. You don't have as much care. So this speaks to something that happens after we do cross a a, a line, a goal, something like that. Um and it is something that is, you know, if you look at it neurobiologically, uh, dopamine drives us towards something. And then once we achieve it, really, we get to this serotoninogenic state where serotonin takes over. And that, that's a completely different thing. And this happens, you might notice this with our possessions. If you really um, want to buy a new car, you might be thinking about that new car for um, for months, weeks, and, you know, kind of obsessing over it. Well, once you get it, about a month in, you're not thinking about it anymore it's almost kind of like a letdown and this is just a a facet of human nature that we all have to deal with in our own sort of ways but if you're concerned about not caring down the road well what you want to do is start with your values and this really takes a lot of work and you have to have lots of rough drafts here so it's a good exercise to take part in at least once a year um If you email me at rpwatts at whoarewe.blog, I'd be happy to send you a values inventory. So please do that. It takes a lot of work to discover your values. Um, There's lots of value assessments online, and it took some time for me to narrow it down and really go deep enough and really discover on the ground floor the value I was after. Uh, Another way to look at this is to look at your checking account or your credit card statements. What are you buying? And... How does that tie to your values? If you're spending money going out to eat, you could have a value of comfort or social connection or ease. Think about the nature, the context in which you are going and spending this money. Um, or it just could be about not preparing food at home, being busy, right? not wanting to do that. So if your resolution is tied to your value, you're far more likely to achieve this. Uh, it's just too much for us to try and go through the motions if it's not supported by a value. What we do in life is ultimately an expression of your values. So just kind of look around. What what is it that you value, um, and how is that showing up in your life? And then how does this tie into um, your goals now? And that is really going to. That is the most you can do to really you know, kind of foolproof. The resolution, if you will, so that you do care when it goes down when it comes down um, to committing to the goal. Now, next, what does it mean about who I am? So, this kind of existential question might come up when you are considering committing to something, right? And this is the realization that there is some gap between who you are and who you want to be, right? So, different fears come in here. This is totally okay, though. This is keeping yourself challenged. But you want to bring it a little closer to home. Don't try to look out and see your goal um, and then build a bridge back to where you're at. Instead, see where your goal is, but then build the bridge from where you're standing right now. It's a long journey, and sometimes this seems like, ah, it's such a long journey, why would I even want to try? Others may look at you like you're crazy, but it's, it's coming from somewhere, right? And most likely a genuine place. So don't be afraid to take a journey just because it's long, but don't start from the goal and work back. Start from where you're at and what does it mean to take the first step and then take that first step and then plan. What does it mean to take the second step? And as you take those steps, you're, you're really becoming the person who embodies those goals. And that's really what goal setting resolutions are all about. It's about becoming someone else, becoming our highest self, if you will. And that's why it's important. Now, what naturally flows from this is you might think, what if I fail? And failure is something we're designed and trained to avoid. And often, this is really our own demise. So if you plan on failing and plan on learning from each failure, and this is one of the biggest mindset differences for the most successful people in the world, they see failure as an opportunity to learn. It's not something that's just going to stop us and say, hey, we should not continue going. So plan on failing, right? But then what does that mean to the overall goal? Do you have to extend the time horizon? Do you have to make changes to your day-to-day life? What do you have to do? What learnings can you implement into your day-to-day if you fail that are going to move that forward? So really don't be afraid of failure, Our society has got us all freaked out about failure. And honestly, most of us avoid it far too often. Um, Sometimes failure can really point to where you need to spend time. And the next thought that might come up is, what will I have to give up to commit to this resolution? Where will I lose freedom? Well, this is another spot where you're going to... um, you're going to have to consider the opportunity cost for what you're looking into. And this goes for everything, right? But here's the catch 22. If you don't choose, you're just wasting your time, right? Wasting your time, not committing on anything. So that feels much better in the moment, but over the long run, it's led you here. So this is one that it gets me, right? Is I think, ah, oh, if I do this, then I won't be able to do this. And that kind of really gums up the gears, if you will. And I have to be very mindful that um, giving up something for a commitment is actually a choice uh, and an expression of freedom. Because ultimately, if you choose everything, you've chosen nothing. So if you go to the gym, you might not get as much TV time. For example, if you change your diet, you're going to miss the delectable desserts you become so accustomed to. With any change or commitment, we often notice... The resulting lack of freedom in another area, it just is what it is, but we can't choose it all, right? As I said, can't choose everything. The unfortunate truth is that you're just not going to be able to do all the things you want to do in your life, but you want to commit to something that is worth the cost of freedom. Otherwise, you're just going to be flapping around in the wind, going from one thing to another. And personally, for me, I have spent far too much time in that latter stage. Next, the issue of confidence comes up. Am I confident enough to make this work, to commit to this resolution? Often, if you're feeling this, this stems from feeling that what you want is not worthy, that you're not worthy of the commitment or will be unable to meet the expectations associated with it. And if this is the case, maybe you need to um, make one of the... the um, signposts that you're headed towards this goal for instance if you want to lose 50 pounds this year and get in shape that's your goal right well that's a significant goal so maybe you need to change that to 25 pounds and then have several um several uh, road marks along the way that will allow you to um to celebrate and keep you focused on the ultimate goal You have to believe that you're worth it. You have to believe that what you want, you're completely worth of, worthy of, right? And listen, if you don't, then you're going to end up resenting those around you, resenting yourself, resenting your job, and living a life of resentment is just, it's not a great way to live life, right? It just is not. Accept your position and accept the one where you're the kind of person who makes this resolution work, right? And just This is where the idea of fake it till you make it comes in. And I'm not necessarily recommending that. But what happens is is that if you just end up faking it, kind of going through the motions, uh, your belief will follow. Right? We actually change our mind by moving our body. Uh, It's hard. It's very difficult to change your mind with your mind. So, faking it till you make it. Just being that person. Just acting like that person that is confident to commit To the resolutions is going to be a big part of um, you committing to your resolution. Somewhere in between believing you're worthy of your goal and just acting like that person, you'll find that it really is you. And this is the key, right? This is what, this is the shift in your mindset that really is powerful and will really cause uh, the most radical change in your life. Now, finally, we may be stuck exploring too many options, and I alluded this a little bit earlier. The world we live in, we have far too many options, and psychology research now shows that having more options um, actually uh, really uh, is detrimental for us, right? Because we are it's more difficult to make a decision. It's more difficult to be content with a decision once they're made. There are lots of different things that having too many options can uh, affect us. Now, uh, ultimately, this is related. If you have a plan B, so if you have plan A and plan B, you know, this is something that my parents always instilled in me, have plan A and plan B. But if you have a plan B, I can't remember the percentage, but it's far more likely that plan A will fail. So, Maybe there needs to be some type of, of uh, this goes back to the idea of focus, but there might be too much in your life and that's okay. A lot of us uh, suffer with that and um, it's something that you need to be mindful of and make the necessary adjustments that will work for you. So again, what, what happen if you really committed to the goals this year? What would you have to do? What would you have to do? You might have to rearrange your energy flow. You might have to do a little digging to discover your values and ensure they're aligned with your resolution. You might have to consider what it would be like to become this person. A person who actually lives this goal day in and day out. And it's no longer a goal. It's just the way they live their lives. You're going to have to reconcile your relationship with failure. Can you be okay with falling short? You'll have to learn and accept how your freedom will be limited by committing to your goal. And can you accept that? You're going to have to be confident even when it's difficult. And you're going to have to limit your options. So if you're really ready to commit to your goals, this is what you're going to have to contend with. And it's worth it. It's simple, but it's not easy. So what would happen if you really committed to your resolutions this year? There's a reason they're showing up. But what would happen if you did what you and you weren't scared of failure? You just took the step, learn from that failure. What would that mean to you? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. This is Ryan. You can find us online at ryanwantslifecoaching.com. I wish you all a happy new year and I look forward to the next episode. All the best.